0: What's up, Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween fans? It is your host, Eddie Monster, and I need a huge, huge favor from all of you. That's right. We need your help. We need your votes. We need five-star reviews. It helps the show get noticed. It helps the show get more sponsors to be able to continue on and to keep doing what we do. So it would be greatly appreciated if you could head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts And please rate the show with five stars. It would be so, so appreciated by everybody here at Eddie's Wonderful World of Horror, which brings you Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween as well as Eddie's Countdown to Halloween. So any vote is greatly, greatly appreciated. Or I should say any rating is greatly appreciated, especially if it's five stars. Because you guys kick ass, horror kicks ass, and let's keep it. Kicking ass. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? the prime time, bitch? Nothing like a strangulation to get the circulation going. They're coming to get you, Barbara. This ass is clean. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another exciting edition of Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween I'm your main man here, Eddie Monster And today, we've got a interesting movie to say of sorts One where I couldn't find an official trailer to play on the show, which is okay uh, But I guess back in 1998 Horror legend Wes Craven Had originally produced The first of what was intended to be a Wes Craven Presents series. That would have a new horror film every Halloween. So that was the intention. And this movie was the first. But unfortunately the dismal reviews and ratings sank the idea. And the series never happened. Unfortunately it never did. Uh, But today we are checking out. West Craven presents Don't Look Down and uh, as I said we don't have a trailer for you guys but basically what happens in the beginning spoiler alert by the way if you don't want to know don't keep going but whatever I'm pretty sure you guys will so the film follows an actress that I absolutely loved as a kid I think this was like one of my first crushes Probably first celebrity crushes Uh, Megan Ward who you guys may remember From such films as Freaked uh, Encino Man Various other films She is in this She plays Carla Engel Who is a I'm not sure if she's a model But she's she's definitely uh, She's a newscaster Who is married to Billy Burke And for those of you guys who remember Billy Burke Billy Burke was in such things as Twilight He was uh, I believe he was The main character's dad. He was Charlie Swan. I can't remember. Was it Bella Swan? I don't know. Anyways. He was in that. He was in Drive Angry. Red Riding Hood. Various. Various other things. Uh, He he plays her husband. And what they're doing is. they're, They're basically taking photographs. Because he's trying to. Build his photography career. And she has. As always. Her sister. Tag along. And. Uh. Rachel tag along, and and Rachel is uh, I don't know how to describe it, but she's basically her younger sister tags along, and she's on this point and this cliff, and her husband's telling her, "All right, come on, get down, and like it's a little too dangerous over there. Why don't you sit on the railing, and uh, if you want to act reckless or whatever, and we'll take photos on that." And for those of you guys that know She's in the show Ghost She plays a young Carol She's in Killjoys A bunch of other stuff And she gets up and says You know what I know what you want And she gets to the railing She starts showing off Like kind of mocking the model thing And kind of mocking it But unfortunately The railing gives way And she falls over the cliff Megan Ward tries to save her but unfortunately is unsuccessful and Rachel falls to her death now the death has been affecting Rachel uh, has been affecting Carla excuse me and to the point where she's starting to get scared of heights anything having to do with heights she's absolutely terrified of so she hears about a psychiatrist who has been helping out people with their phobias and the psychiatrist is played by Terry Kinney who you guys may remember from Oz he was fantastic in that TV series. He's also in billions he's also in you know The Watcher, various other that TV series various things And he is kind of your unconventional kind of psychiatrist because he really challenges like this is an intense, Challenge right that he Does for these people But unfortunately one by one People in the group start Dropping and Rachel uh, Carla Is afraid that Rachel Is somehow Haunting her And this killing off people one by One so there you Go that's the gist of the story Um, Now To talk about it Number one, it's a TV movie, so you gotta you gotta forgive certain things uh, when you go in to watch a TV movie because they're not all great and they're not all perfect. And I say that with the utmost kindness. Unfortunately, this film really suffers from certain things, and one of those things is the terrible, terrible CGI. They must have had Tara Spencer Nairn sitting there, like, pretending to fall. And they must have done it on a green screen. Because let me tell you, the CGI on that was terrible. It was awful. It was heinous. It just was bad. It was just bad news, let me tell you. That, I was just like, oh, God. What is that? You know what I mean? I was kind of like... Are they really doing that? And they did that a couple times in the movie. And you're just like, oh, man. They really think they're pulling off something great. And in 1998, guaranteed we're all sitting there like, oh, whoa. You know, like she just fell to her death. But now with with the way things are and technology and everything, we're like, what in the fuck is that? You know what I mean? And all in good fun. All in good fun. You know what I mean? Because it's the 90s we were still trying to get a grasp of technology and, and I don't think it was really being lent to television at the time for TV movies or as I should say, made for television movies but nonetheless, yeah, that was that was probably one of my biggest complaints about this film was that one thing And uh, but other than that, I liked the idea See, I have this same phobia, right? I think it's called uh, uh, acrophobic, acrophobia where you're, like, afraid of heights. And I seriously suffer from that. So for me, the scenes when they get on the roof or they get on, uh, uh, on, on one of those bridges that's made out of wood with the ropes, the drawbridge, uh, not drawbridge, but you know what I'm talking about. That really brought some nerve wracking anxiety to me so that they succeeded in because I was like, whoa, like I suffer from acrophobia. So for me, it was like, oh, shit, you know, this was tapping into something. And I was like, girl, if you can't do it, just tap out. I don't blame you. Okay, I'm not going to make fun of you because I couldn't do that. And yeah, so they really, they really knew how to get to me that way. So I got to give them kudos for that. That was that was smart. So that part really, like the the scene, the uh, the bridge scene, is kind of what really got me. I quick quick story. I was in Portugal, and I was visiting the islands of the Azores, and they had a bridge that was out. Okay. Or they were building a bridge to get from one side to another. And all they had at the time was one of those fucking bridges that is all made out of wood with the rope. And you got to walk. And it really kind of swings. And you just look down. And it's just like that is a huge drop. So I remember that very well and being nervous the whole entire time walking through that and never wanting to do that again. I was like six years old. I think that's where my real fear. But my real fear, I think, came from when I went to Niagara Falls and went over the railing, looked down, and was like, oh, shit. But, yeah, so they got me on this. And I think that's where the horror comes in um, is def- for me is definitely in that part. But the idea of Rachel coming back was kind of cool. The way they played it, it kind of made you question, is Rachel really coming back? from the grave to exact revenge. But then when it's when the real reason is unveiled at the end, you're like, ah, there it is, right? And it all made sense because you got to remember the beginning, okay? Remember that her husband tells her, if you want to act reckless, why don't you sit on the railing now, why would he tell her to sit on a railing? Did he know that the railing was loose and not safe? Well, apparently he did because he set it up that way. And that is, like, the big reveal at the end is that. And I don't get it. Like, I would have gotten it if he was like, yeah, I want to take you out and then bang your sister and, like, you know, take all of your family fortune because your parents are dead but uh yeah I don't really think he planned that out very well to be honest because then if one hadn't died you know the other one would have still been alive so then what would have been your plan at that point you know what I'm saying so it's, it's a little confusing alright so on Rotten Tomatoes this thing has an awful audience score and, you know, you know, granted TV movie, awful CGI there. Uh, Steve D gives it two stars and he just simply says it struggles to build any suspense whatsoever. I don't know, because if you're sitting, you know, I don't know. At least I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, this other reviewer says gives it 2 stars says don't look down is hilariously terrible. The performances are over the top, the characterizations and plot are a joke and there isn't anything remotely scary about it. Watch it with some friends, create a drinking game, just don't expect to be afraid or emotionally invested. I think the real fear was supposed to be in the in the, the rooftops. You know, the, those things that she was doing. Maybe, you know, you're right. Like, if you were expecting something scary, then I don't know. I think they could have done a little bit more. And maybe making it look like she was back from the dead. That could have been probably been, you know, pretty good. Um, I don't know. This person gives it four stars and says this movie is actually really terrible, but in all the right ways. Nobody takes themselves too seriously. The plot is campy and predictable with just enough of a creepy edge to make it interesting and the effects are so bad, they're hilarious. You definitely shouldn't watch this unless you can appreciate a good B-movie, but I really enjoyed it. See, that's where I'm at. This exact review is where I'm at. It's a B-movie. You gotta enjoy it for what it is. Uh... Right now we got a super reviewer One and a half stars A horror based around a film set And a forgotten film Which was also filmed there A director setting out to remake it But ghostly things getting the way I've not seen Japanese original and He doesn't even spell Japanese right But hopefully it's better than this Some crappy moments throughout And dull too I don't know what he's talking about A horror based around a film set There is no film set In a forgotten film. I think this guy is reviewing the wrong movie. To be honest. Uh, This person. It says 2.5 stars. But he goes and says 5.5 out of 10. A little better than average suspense thriller. I feel mislabeled as a horror film. I don't really see any horror elements in the film. It is reasonably suspenseful. Although I was able to figure out who done it midway through the film. Nice location usage, the Vancouver area. Fine acting, not great, but fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, Two stars. You really hate these movies. You have Wes Craven's name in the title, so you expect something good. But he was just a producer. Typical therapy group. Members bumped off one at a time. Fair. Not really suspenseful and no-kill scenes shown, which is a death blow to this type of film. While watching it, it, I couldn't help but feel like I was watching a typical movie you'd catch playing on Cinemax. At indescript times Yeah it's not a Skinamax movie So I don't know what you're talking about there It's not Skinamax One star I knew this would not be a good movie when I saw it for $2 But I decided to give it a go I gave it a one star instead of a half a star Because it's way better than I thought it was going to be It's okay for what it is A cheap movie that wasn't exciting Thrilling or had any good acting Don't bother seeing this movie Unless you like seeing third rate movies Okay whatever uh this super reviewer gave it 4 stars. said, "Wow, this is really this was really good. There's a twist in this." LOL. I think he's trolling to be honest. Uh I love Megan Ward. I think she's uh she's a pretty good actress. Um hasn't really done much as of late, but she's enjoying the married life, so you can't blame her on that. Uh the 90s was was where she made her mark. Uh but anyways, yeah, I mean, you got to understand what it is. It's a B-movie. So, and it's a TV movie. What do you really expect? So, for final grade, I'm going to give it a C+. Check it out. It's on Peacock right now as we speak uh, for Halloween. That's the only reason why I looked at it. Because I was cruising through Peacock trying to figure out, what do I want to watch today? And then I saw Wes Craven. I saw Megan Ward. I was sold. And there you go. I'm easily sold. So, Check it out if you dare. See you guys tomorrow.